welcome to Swarthmore Presbyterian Church's podcast. This is your host, Alex Evangelista. We are delighted you are here. And don't forget to like, subscribe, and share our podcast. You're now listening to our Interfaith Service of Thanksgiving and Remembrance, offered by the Interfaith Council of Southern Delaware County. As co-conveners of the Council, Reverend Alex and Reverend Sarah take part in leadership alongside members and leaders from multiple faith communities in our area. Thank you for joining us. Hello, my friends, and thank you for joining us for our interface service of Thanksgiving and Remembrance. My name is Reverend Alex Evangelista, and I serve as an associate pastor of Swarthmore Presbyterian Church and co-convener of our Interfaith Council of Southern Delaware County. I want to express my deepest gratitude to our religious leaders and communities that have shared of their words, their gifts, and their talents to bring us together for our service this day. We come together as an interfaith group for this service with the hopes that we may experience a sense of community among people who experience the sacred, and that we may be enriched by the diversity shared today. As you join us in our service today, you will hear words and songs of thanksgiving and gratitude. You will also hear words and songs of repentance and remembrance as we lift up how this season impacts indigenous and marginalized communities and how we are called to be in solidarity with our siblings who remember this season as one of mourning. We hope that this service may hold for you a space of gratitude and remembrance as we are united together in gratitude for one another and for the work we are called to do together as an interfaith community for a more compassionate and just world, a compassionate and just world found in our Southern Delaware County communities. On behalf of the Interfaith Council, we thank you for being here and may be blessed and encouraged by our communal witness. Welcome again, my friends. I'm Sue Edwards from Swarthmore Friends Meeting, Quakers. I'm Lucy Saxon. Nancy Prindle. Shulamith Eagle. We are going to sing a chant that was written by Paulette Meyer, who was part of our meeting for a while. And the words are by another Quaker, uh, Thomas Kelly. And the words are, the soul ever dwells in the presence of the Holy One. Then we're going to sing the song of peace. Uh, many folks will know that peace is one of the Quaker testimonies. And so it's a particular favorite. Oh. 
God, there are days we do not feel grateful. When we are anxious or angry, when we are alone, when we do not understand what is happening in the world or with our neighbors, we struggle to feel grateful. But this Thanksgiving, we choose gratitude. We choose to accept life as a gift from you, from the unfolding work of all creation. We choose to be grateful for the earth from which our food comes, for the water that gives life, and for the air we all breathe. We make the choice to see our ancestors, those who came before us and their stories, as a continuing gift of wisdom for us today. We choose to see our families and friends with new eyes, appreciating them for who they are, and be thankful for our homes, whether humble or grand. We will be grateful for our neighbors, no matter how they voted or how much we feel hurt by them. We choose to see the whole planet as our shared commons, the public stage of the future of humankind and creation. God, this Thanksgiving, we do not give thanks, we choose it. And we will make thanks with strong hands and courageous hearts. When we see your sacred generosity, we become aware that we live in an infinite circle of gratitude, that we are all guests at a hospitable table around which gifts are passed and received. We will not let anything opposed to love take over this table. Instead, we choose to see grace, free and unmerited love, the giftedness of life everywhere, as the tender web of all creation. In this choosing and in the making, we will pass gratitude onto the world. Thus, with you and with all those gathered, we pledge to make thanks, and we ask you to strengthen us in this resolve here, now, and into the future, around the table of our community, around the table of our nation, around the table of the earth. Amen. Oh, 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 oh,
Good afternoon. We are Lynn and Bill Oberfield from Providence Friends Meeting of Quakers in Media, Pennsylvania. Eternal God, source of all created things, we would give substance to our thankfulness by resolving to make right use of the gifts we have received from thy bounty. With thy gift of the senses, we would fashion and preserve a world of beauty for all. With thy gift of reason, we would engage in a responsible search for truth. With thy gift of compassion, we would build a world of justice and mercy. And with thy gift of being, we would walk together in peace. Greetings, friends. My name is Reverend Lydia Munoz and I'm the pastor of Swarthmore United Methodist Church. Thanksgiving is a day that we celebrate across this country. We gather with friends and family and sit at a dinner table, a feast prepared for us in celebration and in gratitude. Thanksgiving evokes the story of pilgrims and the Wampanoags joining together in this meal in this feast prepared and in this peaceful relationship. While it's true that these groups did come together in the autumn of 1621, the truth is the relationship between European colonists and Native Americans has been one largely marked by hostility, racism, oppression, and indeed genocide. The widespread cultural myths and misinformation that continue to surround and make up the traditional Thanksgiving Day is actually damaging to our Native American sisters and brothers. In 1970, a national day of mourning was established. At noon, on Coles Hill in Plymouth, Massachusetts, Native Americans gathered to commemorate this history. In 1637, near present-day Groton, Connecticut, over 700 men, women, and children of the Pequot tribe had gathered for their Green Corn Festival, which is our Thanksgiving celebration. In the pre-dawn hours, the sleeping Indians were surrounded by English and Dutch mercenaries who ordered them to come outside. Those who came out were shot or clubbed to death while the women and children who huddled inside the longhouse were burned alive. 
The next day, John Winthrop, the governor of Massachusetts, declared a day of thanksgiving because 700 unarmed men, women, and children had been murdered. Cheered by their victory, the brave colonists and their allies attacked village after village. Women and children over the age of 14 were sold into slavery while the rest were murdered. Over 500 slaves regularly left the ports of New England. After each killing and after each massacre, a Thanksgiving feast was held. George Washington finally suggested that one day of Thanksgiving per year be set aside instead of celebrating each and every day of massacre. Later, Abraham Lincoln decreed Thanksgiving Day to be the legal national holiday during the Civil War. And on that same day, he ordered troops to march against the starving Sioux in Minnesota. As we gather around the table with family and friends, it's important to share these stories. It's important that we hear the truth and share the truth that will set us free. Will you join me in this act of repentance? I'm here in the altar at Swarthmore Church. I invite you to prepare an altar wherever you are. It's as simple as lighting a candle. To our native and indigenous brothers and sisters, we say, we have destroyed your way of life, dehumanized your people and degraded your cultures along with your dreams your peace, and your great love for the land. We acknowledge the pain of your nation, peoples, and our sinful behavior in these events. We know that past history has filled with violence against you. Today, we acknowledge that all this is not in the past. Assaults continue on your cultures, continuing the historic patterns of abuse, the demeaning of your spirituality, the questioning of your leadership, the neglecting of the critical issues of hunger, wealth, health, employment, and sovereignty. We must not yield to historical amnesia. We pray to God to give us a new heart and a new spirit so that we may truly repent of our sins, petition for forgiveness, and work towards healing. Receive this Cheyenne prayer for peace. Let us know peace. For as long as the moon shall rise, for as long as the rivers shall flow, for as long as the sun shall shine, for as long as the grass shall grow, let us know peace.
Susan Teakin. I'm a minister in the United Church of Christ. And while I've lived in the borough of media for over 25 years, I've spent most of my waking hours in Philadelphia. Uh, today, I'd like to share a poem by uh, one of Joy Harjo's poems. Joy Harjo is our current U.S. Poet Laureate and is a member of the Muscogee Creek Nation. Uh, this poem is a part of her collection called Conflict Resolution for Holy Beings. And I find that title to be a true invitation to prayer for this time in our country and our world. Uh, a prayer that we might be all open to conflict re resolution with all holy beings and be able to see and recognize the holiness in one another, in all creatures, in all beings with whom we share this earth that God has created as our home. Uh, the poem I'm going to share is called For Calling the Spirit Back from Wandering the Earth in Its Human Feet. Put down that bag of potato chips, that white bread, that bottle of pop. Turn off that cell phone, computer, and remote control. Open the door, then close it behind you. Take a breath offered by friendly winds. 
They have traveled the earth gathering essences of plants to clean. Give it back with gratitude. If you sing, it will give your spirit lift to fly to the star's ears and back. Acknowledge this earth who has cared for you since you were a dream planting itself precisely within your parents' desire. Let your moccasin feet take you to the encampment of the guardians who have known you before time, who will be there after time. They sit before the fire that has been there without time. Let the earth stabilize your post-colonial insecure jitters. Be respectful of the small insects, birds, and animal people who accompany you. Ask their forgiveness for the harm we humans have brought down upon them. Don't worry. The heart knows the way, though there may be high rises, interstates, checkpoints, armed soldiers, massacres, wars, and those who despise you because they despise themselves. The journey might take you a few hours, a day, a year, a few years, a hundred, a thousand, or even more. Watch your mind. Without training, it might run away and leave your heart for the immense human feast set by the thieves of time. Do not hold regrets. When you find your way to the circle, to the fire kept burning by the keepers of your soul, you will be welcomed. You must clean yourself with cedar, sage, or other healing plant. Cut the ties you have to failure and shame. Let go the pain you are holding in your mind, your shoulders, your heart, all the way to your feet. Let go the pain of your ancestors to make way for those who are heading in our direction. Ask for forgiveness. Call upon the help of those who love you. These helpers take many forms, animal, element, bird, angel, saint, stone, or ancestor. Call your spirit back. It may be caught in corners and creases of shame, judgment, and human abuse. You must call in a way that your spirit will want to return. Speak to it as you would to a beloved child. Welcome your spirit back from its wandering. It may return in pieces and tatters. Gather them together. They will be happy to be found after being lost for so long. Your spirit will need to sleep a while after it is bathed and given clean clothes. Now you can have a party. Invite everyone you know who loves and support you. Keep room for those who have no place else to go. Make a giveaway. And remember, keep the speeches short. Then you must do this. Help the next person find their way through the dark. So giving thanks uh, on this day for Joy Harjo and for her poem in that prayer that we may pray it together. May it be so. Greetings at this Thanksgiving season. I'm Rabbi Linda Potemkin from Congregation Beth Israel of Media. And I'm here with my colleague, Rabbi Nathan Martin. 
We hope that you're able to take some time to nourish yourself in all ways. The tradition of sharing gratitude through prayer is a daily practice in our community. This Thanksgiving, as we cultivate gratitude for our blessings, we hold the deep complexity of the history of this holiday in this nation. As we count our blessings, may we remember to expand our knowledge and understanding so that this iconic American holiday continues to nurture our gratitude and becomes a pathway to healing and justice. Rabbi Nathan will lead us in Psalm 150. On behalf of the Interfaith Council of Southern Delaware County, we thank you for spending your time in this service of thanksgiving and remembrance. We hope that this has been a blessing for you in this season. And as we close, I offer this a final prayer of thanksgiving and blessing meant to be a table blessing for all of us. So let us pray. God, creator of all, in your wisdom, you have bound us together so that we must depend on others for the food we eat, the resources we use, the gifts of your creation that bring life, health, and joy. Creator, we give you thanks. Holy be the hands that sew our clothes so that we do not have to go naked. 
Sacred be the hands that build our homes so that we do not have to be cold. Blessed be the hands that work the land so that we do not have to go hungry. Creator, we give thanks. Holy be the feet of all who labor so that we might have rest. Sacred be the feet of all who run swiftly to stand with the oppressed. Blessed be the feet of all whose bodies are too broken or weary to stand. Creator, we give thanks. Holy be the sound of children laughing to take away our sorrow. Sacred be the sound of water falling to take away our thirst. Blessed be the sound of your people singing to heal our troubled hearts. Creator, we give thanks. Holy be the bodies of those who know hunger. Sacred be the bodies of those who are broken. Blessed be the bodies of those who suffer. In your mercy and grace, soften our callous hearts and fill us with gratitude for all the gifts you have given us. In your love, break down the walls that separate us and guide us along your path of peace. We pray this with all your people, giving thanks. Amen. Thank you for tuning in to this interfaith service of Thanksgiving and Remembrance offered by the Interfaith Council of Southern Delaware County. We'll see you soon and may the peace of Christ be with you.